0: You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. When the blue nose, that's a Moppy pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson jazz. When the blue nose, that's a mighty pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the when the shoddy blast the whole block blowing horse that's that jackson guys, what's going on y'all it's really it's bi right. <laughs> this is factors tv it's episode 32 man what's going on with you man i don't know how to hold my mic i'm like? uh ricky bobby yeah all right I'm man all right man, you look good today man <laughs> you. so you got dressed all right man that's what's up yeah Blue. that's like that's dope man <laughs> welcome blue. back man thank you everyone for support man once again i'm really this is vi we're the factors um this episode 32 man back at Converge media you know this is home black media does matter um today Amy we got boys. a list of things we're going to talk about emmy boys you know what i'm talking about oh, that's a, it's, we need a sample of that no, that's, <laughs> that's hard there. <laughs> You get sued by uh <laughs> <what's his name? laughs> Nah, he he's got too much going on <laughs> what's going on with you though man what's up man um nothing much man uh getting back into school this week i'm in my last uh couple uh quarters of school so what's, what's up just uh some tough classes but i'm in a home stretch so i feel good about it you know through all everything i've been going through i've been still do- handling that making mm-hmm. sure i get this associates done so just in my last leg of that and um, getting ready for this upcoming week um I know we, have, we haven't we have done an event in a while, but, you know, the holiday season's coming up. We always get going. So just been scoping that out as well, you know, the layout of the uh, calendar of what's going on. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to mastermind and plan some stuff. That's about it. What about you? Uh, really just been whelping these dogs, had a litter. Uh, you know, I bring the Frenchies top tier. I had a litter September 1st. So, you know, like the first two to four weeks is critical. So that's really been the main focus, like, seriously you have to dedicate yourself to it on top of the kids going back to school um like you say getting ready for the calendar year with different events some events i plan on letting go of some events i plan on creating because you know i don't think anybody should be oh you know everybody's gonna yeah, you, everybody. yeah. you should change you know throughout time like i feel like we do events you shouldn't like do certain events at a certain age like there's no way so yeah, so this year I'm planning on holding the counter, but <laughs> oh no, seriously, what adult prom? But go ahead, you know what I'm saying. All right, man, I feel you. Just you take know. your wife out, <laughs> you know, dope prom. I feel you, big you dog. Know, let, let people do their thing, man. You know, everybody got to do their own thing. The thing absolutely sucks. <laughs> All right, so like, no, like, well, <laughs> um, first up in Seattle, this uh, f- the first day of fall was last Thursday, so. As you know and I know, we are one of the best fashion cities when it comes to fall. Yes, we are. Our fall fashion is elite. If you disagree, you just, you can't see. You know, so you need to just ask somebody, ask around how we get down in Seattle in the I Northwest. I am so sick of Seattle women saying we don't dress well when they're just really used to like All Star Weekend and gaudy designer slap together. Yeah, I mean, there's some like that, but there's <laughs> some here too. I've also, seen that 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 said they've been places. Um, my homegirl Brie, three like, days in been, Dallas. She's like she's been places and Sorry, she's I'm like, smiling. no, nobody could dress like. No, us. no, we do like. Nobody can dress like, uh, you know. She said our dudes can dress. So, um, how you feel about that, man? Because I, I always have said that. I've always been like, our fashion up here in the Northwest is amazing, man. Especially around the winter time, we get fly, man. Oh, that's my, um, that's my favorite season. My, my favorite fall season is, is a uh, fast. Excuse me, fast season is fall. Um, pea coats, overcoats, hoodies. Like I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel like you could dress more in, in the fall, you know, with accessories and stuff. Winter, too. But, you know, in the summer, it's really short sets or, you know, different stuff. You really can't wear clothes like that. But I love fashion because I'm not going to – man, I had – I remember I was going to have this peacoat I wore out, but it looked good. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> now nah, I just love fall fashion, man. It's just a good look. It's just a different look. And we're in Seattle, you know, like we're used to switching it up. You know what I'm saying? Like we have the convertibles for the summer, the boats for the summer. but we get that winter, and you know, we could put something out. we gonna put, go put it together, man. You know, the sauce is definitely amazing when we, we get dressed in the wintertime, man. Um, like you said, pea coats, everybody throws it in their north faces, you know what I'm saying? And then the beanie game, you know, the beanie game could be amazing. You're Bring back to the first good. downs. Oh, man, now we don't want feathers bleeding everywhere, man. You remember AAA, man? We was getting Don't choked. let it rain. You're gonna smell like molded salami, <laughs> <laughs> like everything outside, yeah, man. But, um, in other news. The Phoenix Suns—they have a process going on. They're starting to sell their team, as we spoke on last episode. But this time, we have some numbers. And so, Robert Sarver, basically, who is the majority owner of the Phoenix Suns, is basically doing a package deal. Um, he has the right to sell the entire team, both of them—Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury. So he has, uh, no. So the Phoenix Suns are worth 1.9 million right now. But by the time they sell, they're going to sell for upwards of billions but they're not worth much right now. And I had to Google three different things and look at three different articles from major sites. Why not? To, to look, I'm like, 1.9 million. They're like, no, it's really worth nothing right now because of everything going on and other things. So basically, they're going to sell, though, for the big money. But right now, they're not worth much. Even the Mercury, the Phoenix Mercury worth like 15 million, like 10 or 5 or 10 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me. So basically right now, what they're doing is they're trying to get around a 2.5 2, 2. billion mark to sell both, well, the team and then the Mercury will basically come with it, but have their cut. So they're in the process of doing that now. The minority owners are trying to fight him, but the percentage he has is enough, and it's only thirty-six percent he he owns. I mean, he has no choice. He he did that. <laughs> he did that hot stuff. You know, yeah, no, like he, you have he, no choice. Races, you're you know making uh, sexual advances at people that you know are in your cre. You know, especially you are the boss. You're the owner. Like. You think somebody don't want to get rich off of you? Checking out men's packages? Yeah, and speaking, yeah, speaking really R about people that he shouldn't. So um, he's getting his just due, but sadly enough, he owns enough and has majority votes to sell everything when they really wanted him to step down. So as far as that goes, it seems like uh, Phoenix Suns will be making a move sometime soon. And I don't think it's in Seattle. I think we'll get, like, the Clippers or something. I don't think... We're going to get an expansion team. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get that. that. We're, we're going to sure. get a made-up team. Who doesn't have a – um. Vegas is the only people that are willing to yeah, okay, are, Vegas, to, yeah. to put a team there. So They're that's what I'm money into their place too. Yeah, they, they got brand new stadium, brand new arena is going to be going down. Mm-hmm. So basically I know that for a fact we're probably going to get an expansion team. We're not we're not going to get no team already made, you know, especially having to fight for a name change names and we want our own name back from the Thunder. I hope we can get some Seattle blood in the front office whenever we get a team. Yeah. You know, cuz how you, Seattle does, they'll They'll put, you know, somebody not from here don't give a damn. They're homie, about their colleague, yeah. You, yeah. Know, uh, you know, you know, office. Instead of putting, somebody, so I hope a Seattle basketball mind gets to be office. At least one of them, you yeah. know. Okay, <laughs> that's so up, man. Excuse me. So, um, I guess we heard about P B P right? No, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, him getting killed in uh, Los Angeles. Um, sadly, he lost his life in front of his family, but they have found who the suspected killers are. Which is, oh, I've seen that. yeah, it's a father, it was and father son, and son. Bro. Yeah, man, that is wild, man. People are just hungry out here. Like, that's not even hungry. Like, I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> that's not even hungry. Like, that's that's to assist your son and guide him as his leader, mentor, the man in his life to do that, and then be his getaway driver. Like, he he should have been gone off Earth. Like, he's really that's really scum. You know, to lead your, and now you, and now you're your son or you know, well, his name is Freddie Lee Trone. So, mm. Freddie Lee Trone is an adult. A his son is 17 years old, and his son is basically uh, still on the run. Is he? Okay, the son's not caught. They, they, um, well, hopefully he shut up and takes No, no. Time. Well, they got his son. They don't have him. Oh, my God. So, they God. haven't released his son. They have his son. They're looking for his father now, who is a getaway driver. Old bastard. Yeah. So, um, Freddie Lee Trone, is, uh, he's on the loose right now, and they're looking for him. But the son, who is 17, so is, So, the man. son's locked up, 17 through his life away, and the dad's on the run. Mm-hmm. No, for sure, for sure. He's a creep, man. Yeah, all over wanting somebody's jewelry, you know, in a public place, trying to rob him. And, of course, he didn't go for it. No matter what we place the blame on or what we say, you know, it still shouldn't happen. You know, you still should be able to. I mean, it shouldn't happen. And then look at the other end. Say your son do that, and your son got smoked. Got the boots smoked off his feet. (laughs) Like, well, like, what do you do? How do you feel? You know, like. You guys are in jail right now, but it could have went to where your son was killed or you were killed in you know in no one's life like you have to be smarter than that and I, I can't believe a grown man you know it's not even like a young father desperate it's a grown man with a fully functioning brain like I can't believe it you know what I'm they saying let his son carry that out and it was the a getaway he, driver not only let him you know you can't control anybody, even kids act out, but you he he encouraged him to drive he, he drove him there like. Let's go get this money. Like, what kind of he? I hope they put him under the jail. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever <laughs> they catch say him, that I'm, man, I'm Charleston White. <laughs> Come get these in, in words. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, because everybody, everybody be saying free him, free her. nah man, that nigga need to stay in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what did say he do? I ah, nah, don't let him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't let him out. And uh, another person, um basically who's been causing a stir just from Netflix, making a special, the Jeffrey Dahmer special. It's been, it's been creating a lot of havoc, man. A lot of, a lot of issues with families who have, you know, been connected to that. Um, uh, not a young lady anymore, but a woman named Rita Isabel. Um, she is the sister of his name was, it was, uh, I don't no, know. Her name, her name was Rita Isabel. and His name in the movie is Tony, which they called him Tony. But um, he was killed by Jeffrey Dahmer. He was one of the guys that Jeffrey Dahmer dated and um, met, you know, and um, she is basically standing up for people who are victims of that. You know what I'm saying? Because she doesn't want – she doesn't – what? What's so funny? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what's so funny? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead, bro. I'm trying to hold it in, man. You're really an a-hole. No, bro. I am i haven't watched it, but the thing I keep seeing is somebody kept saying <laughs> some black dude danced his way up out the bedroom. room. And that would have been me twerking. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> you said you like what? Okay. <laughs> no, so sorry. That's why I'm laughing because I haven't watched it, but I seen some dude. Yeah, some dude. There is a part where he went back home with the young man. This is the one. This is one of only two people that got away from him. He went back to an apartment with the with a young man, away. and um, basically was hanging out and. It got kind of rough and the dude's like, I want to leave. And that's when he could tell that something wasn't right. So when he goes to leave and stuff, it just turns into where he's trying to distract him. So he does have to dance and stuff and tell him to go get the camera and just all, oh, you know, it's a situation where, like he said, <laughs> put the guns in your head. You're gonna dance, you gonna dance naked? What you gonna and guess do? Guess what? He lived. <laughs> he lived to fight another day. So basically, um, she's not worried about money. She's not trying to start a lawsuit, but she is speaking out. And there has been a lot of other people that standing up with her, um, with Rhea Isabel to speak on her brother's behalf and other people's behalf. And is that the black woman they had side by side with the actor and yeah. the real and photo? That's, and that's court, what she says. She says that she it scars her because they they didn't even talk to her. And they literally got her. It's it's just a splitting image, you know what I'm saying? Of how she looked in court, the words she said, everything was, you know, they of course have it on record but she said it was just you know it was very scary and it was traumatic for her to see everything being played bit by bit exactly how it was but nobody reached out to her. Netflix and reached out to anybody they just took what they knew and got information from other people and basically started to make the move uh the show you know so um there's a lot of people standing up and fighting out and fighting back about that not really trying to I guess get money, which it says it a lot of times because she's not worried about the money. Of course, you you know, it's been that long, she but at the same time, a- you're losing my likeliness, you're losing, using other people's uh, traumatic experiences to make money. So that's when it turns into it being about money. Especially not talking to somebody like yeah. this, like this, this might traumatize me again. I might need to go to therapy after this, reliving it. And that's the thing with the internet and all these, you know, there's kids who are finding out about this, you know, like people you know, who, yeah. yeah, people who, this there's kids who don't know about certain, you know, Things that have, have happened in the U.S. You know, so they're learning about this and it can be traumatizing to kids, families, men, women. You know, what I'm saying it can be traumatized to the family members who who had to go through it. So at least warn me, you know, at least say, hey, we're going to do a documentary. We don't care whether you want us to do it or not. We're going to do it. But just to for that to drop. And not only is it about, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, but it also has the, you know, the characters. And, the the really and that's the thing is yeah. uh, she it, it was basically like saying there was a, their private lives. Of course, all, most of these people they were they were gay, they were homosexual. But you know that's their private lives and how they live is definitely up to them. But she's upset with how they're displaying it. She's upset with what they're focusing on, and it's 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 something that I can't judge from outside looking in. But I know it's traumatic, and I know that it's something that's heartfelt, especially to to be the sister of someone who was affected by that, who was killed, and um, traumatized by that. So. We really want to send our love out to the families of people who were victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. And um, I believe it was 17 people or 17 plus people who were killed just living their lives being free at a time where we didn't have social media or anything. We just had word of mouth and hand to hand, you know, and face to face. So, sending love to the families. If you have the stomach for it, then you could watch this on Netflix. There are a lot of people who um, say they can't handle it. There are some parts that I will fast forward, you know, that were just too dark. But um, it definitely shows you a lot about that time and especially how people were treated not only being black but being gay because there were times where it worked to their advantage cuz the police wouldn't even deal with them like you see the scene and that's what I have I have a homeboy who's who's gay and he said what what really struck him in the movie was that not only the Jeffrey Dahmer's white privilege, you know, that we say, you know, the, the like what we call white privilege these days his gayness also got him off because there are a few times when the police came and he was like because i haven't seen it this is what he told me he's like a few times when police came and he was like you know it's my lover they're like okay you know and like he was like like amazed me how you know back then it could it could be that way you know yeah a little little boy the youngest boy he killed he was 14 years old um his last name was Kronak. that was that's what happened with him um basically he kidnapped him drugged him up but little boy escaped and was outside like butt naked and this is like a 13 14 year old boy at the time and the police has called um, a lady who was his neighbor at the time named Glenda, who's actually in the the show. You know, she really was the one that had been calling the police on them for so long. She called, they come and they like, you know, trying to get him up off the ground. And they're basically like, what's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, that's just, it's my lover. You know, we're gay. And they're like, oh, and back up off him, you know, and take the boy to him. They literally take the boy back to his house. You yeah. know, I, like, I haven't seen it, but I heard that boy, like, everybody's talking about it. Like, he drilled a hole in his head or something. It was yeah, something. He was, I got to watch it. Something you got to watch cool. it. So if you have the stomach, like I said, watch it. It's a lot that goes on. But um, it's it's good to see, you know, people get the steroids, their story told, Um, honestly, because we grew up in that era after all that really happened. So we always heard about that or people crack jokes of the sealed killers and stuff. So if you have the stomach for it, watch it. If not, don't. The um, only thing that bothered me with it is some of the energy is dark. I don't do that. So if you can, man, watch it, man. I have Check dark humor, so it wouldn't, you know. I know, man. You just said something, just messed up my whole poison this whole episode. So, got highlight real. It's true. Anyway, man, we are about to take a break, man. I like um, plumbers. <clears throat> when we come back, man, we're gonna have us <clears throat> a special guest, man. Somebody representing Scott Blue, co-owner, man. Rich. we call a plumber. All right, man, we'll be back, man. Take us a break. all.
1: Community, it's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual evening of choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause, and together we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access and Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th, and live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Choose Winning.
0: Right back to you, episode 32 on VI. I'm really, it's Factors TV. Year um, we spoke on uh, last week, spoke on the situation with the Boston Celtics coach and Nia Long. Nia Long. <laughs> Nia Long. And I just <laughs> want to say, um, she's human too. Like, a lot of people are forgetting that she's human. No one's immune to the you know, uh, human experience. And I'm seeing so many different theories for so many women who've never had anything close to real. And men, you know, like, you guys are in that position of power. Sir, go back to work, you know, like, so, um, I just want people to stop being so judgmental and in other people's business. Like, I really didn't pay attention to it, but then I start saying so much. I'm like, you can't, like, you should be the last one talking. That's my thing. No, I'm not everybody has something to say. Everybody feel like they got the input and the news you can use. And They're not even close to that situation of even power or principle or even relationship. Um, one thing about a situation that's been crazy to me is learning um, the NBA has a, you know, it's it's a cold man to man. It's a law man to man about, girlfriend, wife, all that stuff's off limits. But the NBA really has, like, like rules and laws. It's like the uh, Army. I follow, uh, there I follow Coney Island, uh, ex-NBA player, but he's heavy in the media, and um, he has a post that is basically talking about different scandals with Tony Parker, which I didn't know about. Um, other ones with Jason Richardson, you know, in the NBA where they've either slept with someone's wife or something happened. And, you know, we're thinking people just retire, or they just... You, the leagues get rid of you. Like, see, that's my issue is like they're grown. Like, why is it made my thing? Can I understand? There might be a structure, policies, and procedures in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? They got to follow, but I don't feel like it needed to be blasted like that because nobody's been just grown. their adults, they're consenting adults. Neil Long was engaged for seven years. What did you expect? Seven years, girl. But my thing is, at the same time, though, you got to realize that this is a business, this is a brotherhood. Like, this is, you got to have respect. We must integrity. protect this house. You got to. There ain't no way, bro. There ain't no way that we're going to come to a point of we work every day together, and then dog just had a whole bunch of, you know, yeah, like one time, you know, maybe two, you know, like seven. <laughs> like, you know, they they all come out the woodworks. Yeah, I was tired of, which is all BS, because he once lived like that. You knew what he had maybe going too. on. But at the same time, how he was moving as a coach, Way out of pocket, man. In the organization you with your so? boss's wife? Come on, man. Oh, okay. See, was it the boss's wife? Man, he worked for that name, man. <laughs> he is out of pocket like loose chains, bro. Oh, he ain't about to have a job. They suspended him. <laughs> he, <about to laughs> he had a one-year suspension and he's done, they say he, he's a good coach so he might get another job but it's just so much that goes on. That's why Coney Island made the um, post and tell you how it goes. Usually when you Break the break the rules and the laws of the NBA when it comes to that type of stuff and um, what people went through, you know. So, and that's what I also I got tired of people, black people. We got to stop. You know, comparison is a thief of joy. Y'all ain't talking about Brett Favre, man. Shut up, shut up. That'll take away from what that man did. Can't stand it. We always worry about. Shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Brett Favre stole money from a poor place. They don't even care about the people People already. Of course they're not going to report it. He stole money from Mississippi. Yeah, I don't give a damn about nobody. I, I, I think it's one of the poorest areas area in the, the country. It's the poorest place in the country. Yeah, like, you know, of course they're... So, no, they're not reporting report that. They don't care. They already don't care. Their water is brown. It's mud. They don't care about those people. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, what... So like, I'm not saying we shouldn't care, but at the same time, we got black spread people in their comparisons. That's my thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're only talking about Brett Favre. No, we're not. And they're not going to let's you know let's 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 not make it our problem and they have they just they're showing a little light on it and it's actually caused you know a kind of uproar because they felt espn waited too late and other sport outlets waited too late to um say anything so it is getting some burn now but at the same time like you said it is very horrible that they're not highlighting enough but you know we're going to talk about it within our community but i understand where black people always want to say hey well you guys ain't doing this or doing that when really we really got to govern ourselves because honestly man um that what was going over in Boston happens every day. It's not nothing new. But it's just the light, man. The light. Everybody do so much in the dark when it's shown in the light. Now now it's time to, you know. Oh yeah. Like it, it all comes to light. I just want us to be more realistic about who we are and what we need to do. I'm so I hate the internet. I'm so sick of it. You know, man, cause if if that was me you never made more than $50,000 in your life. Of course, of course <laughs> it was you who who stole 5 million they would be after you. Sir, you can't yeah. even hide it. Like, yeah. man cuz it was a brother. <laughs> shut up, man. Be accountable for who we are. <laughs> seriously, I'm sick of it. The comparisons just let's just take our right, let's roll with our punches and keep getting better. That's my thing, you know. I'm I'm not sorry, forgive me. Um I want to point out Lizzo, she was in the news. No, seriously, for something dope. Um our fourth president of the United States are, look at me, go America. Um, hey, bookmark that. <laughs> go America. Uh, <laughs> nah, but James uh, James Madison, the fourth president of the United States ever, um, there were about, I think it was 20 Crystal Flutes made. And he had one, and it hadn't been played in like 200 years. And she got to play it. You know what I'm saying? Like they let her, you know, take a chance to play. I thought that was dope. 'Cause first of all it's crystal flute hard, but yeah. you know, two hundred years, never been played, you know, so I think that was that's like a a bookmark of history, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was dope. No, I didn't even get to hear about that. I gotta check that out. First Chris dope. Bro. Crystal, crystal Cause she actually can play the flute very, oh, very no, well. No, she's she's nice with it. You know, I didn't know um all that about the president stuff. That's pretty dope. We gotta check into that, man. Um I don't even really consider myself a Lizzo fan besides all the antics because it's hilarious because all the stuff she deals for attention. But other than that, her flute. Don't get gang, Deontay do started. Mean? Huh? Don't get Deontay started. Well, Deontay, is he a fan? I'm in, yelled at for 30 minutes after. Can like, we just. Yeah, her like, antics, man. It's crazy. <laughs> can man. we just not. Her antics, <laughs> man. I, you and know. you, Mr. Coco. <laughs> we you know, have, Mr. Cappuccino. We can have a healthy debate, man. But she's, nah, she's yeah, doing yeah, a lot, yeah, Deontay. She's yeah, doing yeah, a lot. She's doing a lot. Stop rocking in your chair. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you get burnt up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so funny this show um, is over this show is over um before we get about here um i wanted to send prayers to florida They're uh experiencing i think it was a category four hurricane um looking to be could be a category five but um those heavy strong winds rain and it's just like you know i i, I talked to family members down there and they're like we'll be good. We're going to, you know, like we're cool. And, you know, to me, I'm seeing the pictures, videos, things flying, trees blowing over, houses, you know, damn near toppling. And to them, you know, they're so cool, calm and collected, and I respect it. And also, I'm like, you're crazy. But, much respect and shout out to Florida. Much prayers because my uncle Abba Ryan's in there. So, no, yeah, Pensacola. Yeah. Like, you, can't, you like can't control Mother Nature. So, you know, prayers, most I can do is pray. Yeah, it's, it's definitely scary. Um, We all crack jokes about how people move places to you know, because of entertainment or because of black population, but it's catastrophes, weather catastrophes all the time. But it's a real thing. We have an uncle down there um, that's in uh Pensacola, and then uh, also I just seen a um, video of Tampa Bay, and the water has receded like a mile. Like it's, it's oh, scary like, to like, see. Like a mile off like, the coast. Yeah, two yeah. miles out. Like the waters receded, like going back, and everybody is just scared of it turning into a so tsunami. People don't. I'm, I keep telling people, you know, people laugh. Greenhouse gases. Uh, global warming, it was 80 the other day in Seattle, like in September. So people could keep laughing at me, but when I'm in my bunker with fresh H2O and yours. No, I seen you make that post earlier. He said I'm about to go downstairs and make a bunker. With make safe a bunker. So I don't want to hear none of that. Don't come knock on my door. You're out of here. All right, man. Well, uh, we just had our special guest come in on his limo. Um his time man. his helicopter came. We're gonna go to a break and then when we come back, we're gonna be with Rich Relland, man, talking about Sky Blue and what he done, man, to contribute and what he's been through to get where he's at. Thanks for stopping time. What's going on? Back with it, man. Like I said earlier, we had a special guest, man. His his uh velvet carpet just slid up, man, you know, just floated in, man. Um I'm sitting here with my guy, man, Rich Relland, man, my guy Mar, man. Hey, How you yo. doing? How you feeling? Feeling good, bro. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you as the well. A mystery, man, the most, man. You know, so I appreciate you coming doing this interview, man. You know, you don't really pop out, man. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I actually had uh myself and Rich, we both said, you know what? We got to get Mar on the show, man. We haven't come out. Talk about ourselves. It Talk about Sky Blue, man. So, you know, tell the people who you are and man, man, basically what you do and what the brand's about.
2: Man, my name is Lamar. You know, I'm from Sky Blue, uh, known as Rich Relin. So basically, I'm just like a creative director behind the scenes, play the background for the most part, help, bro, organize events and all that stuff.
0: Okay, okay that's what's up, man. So how long would you say you've been involved with Sky Blue? You're yeah. Sky Blue. Me and Reg, it's been a long time, but...
2: A wow. wow, This is about 10 years now. Me and Reg locked in at uh, 2012, Wazoo. And it was basically on the tip, like, we were both... Having to leave school, we're both going to California, like on a creative path, like trying to figure out what's next. We both were at that that same crossroad, didn't know what we were doing next, went to California on a whim and kind of took it from there.
0: I, um, I kind of know the story a little bit, but it's really dope. Um, that's why I admire about Reg and about you the most is being D1 athletes. You know, right. you're going to the league. Like, it's both like in our heads, we're going to the league. This is it. For sure, that both, was it. That was yeah. it. You was know, where we go. You get into situations where now I have to change lanes, and um, you and Reg was able to do that, man. Um, what have you been through in life to help you get there, though? Because adversity is a lot, man. It seems like for you to bounce back like that, you have to go through something to get where you are.
2: Yeah, that was easy compared to the past, you know? Foster care, bouncing from home to home, trying to find what fit for me. So I would say just, yeah, the bouncing home to home in the foster care system, it was nothing to shake back go to a new spot something different adversity all that kind of tied in with that so yeah once i got down there met some people got comfortable it was nothing you know
0: no, that's what's up man that's very very dope man i admire that man like i said for you to have a dream and where we come from you holding on to that dream and it changed and it's like okay What am I gonna do now? And like you and Reds turn it into some man that's worldwide now, number one draft pick, you know. But you know, it was number one before we did all that, but yeah, yeah. thank you, Paolo. (laughs) You're (laughs) doing well, man. Because, um, you you believe in something so much, you support something so much, and then you watch it grow, and then it'd be like, you know, you get here now, everybody, like,
2: ah, man. Man, there was there was there was a lot of days where me and Reg were texting each other like, bro, what the hell is next? Like, what are <laughs> we gonna going do, up? bro? Like, we either got to become roommates so we can be in each other's face all the time and figure this out, or like, we got to we got to get it going. Like, what is it gonna take? What is and The first thing was like getting us to that lifestyle point for the brand to catch fire, exactly. Because most importantly, like, we got to be looking the part, doing the part, living the part. So once we got that down pat, got that clicking, it's been rolling ever since. That's dope, man. That's yeah. beautiful,
0: man. That's how you bounce back, man. That's how you keep going. Um, you don't hold on to too long, but I definitely want you to um let people know what's coming up for Sky Blue, what's coming up for you, man. I know you got a lot of things going on, a lot of business ventures. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a fashion show coming up.
2: Nice. I'm not gonna speak too much on that because it's okay. still. Stuff going on behind the yeah behind okay. the scenes in the
0: works. Any more um beer pop-ups? Because I know you do the pop-ups with the beer, too. Yeah, the Flastic Pub.
2: Yeah, we got some big stuff going on with Flatstick Pub. Can't really say too much on that either, but some big yeah, stuff. Y'all went number one, man. You know, yeah, it's been nah. real bougie. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, you can't talk about nothing. You know? <laughs> Can't talk about too much, man. Just smile and wave. <laughs> Listen, man, you know? I, I
0: respect that, man, and yeah. I'm very happy for everyone, man. Um, I mean, Sky Blue is family, but, you know, to just know that it's becoming something that's, that's been a dream. That's been a reality now. And uh, I wanted to have you on, man, just a shining light. I me and Red just like, man, we got to bring bro out because, you know, they, people would be like, man, who's this guy of, sitting in the, the corner, man? Zone, man. Yeah, a shadow, zone. man, a shadow. You know, I don't so. like this setting, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, I appreciate time, you coming you know? out to mess with us, man. I know it's traffic. I know it's last minute, but I appreciate you coming of out. Of
2: course. Of course. I thank you for having me.
0: Oh, yeah. So um, let them know where you can reach you or you can hit you on Instagram or Skype.
2: Instagram. Blue, uh, Twitter, Rich Relin in person.
0: I'll be in the background.
2: Okay. You just got to okay.
0: look. <laughs> all right, man. Well, this has been Fighters TV, man. We're going to take another break and skate. Right back to it, y'all. Really, me. Man. <laughs> Come on man. Right. man. Man, thank you guys for supporting, man. Black media does matter. Converge media is home. Shout out Phil Jackson. That's big O. Man, shout out my guy, Cher Long. controlling the boards um appreciate the support from everybody man Uh, all it takes is you guys supporting us retweeting reposting we got a lot of things coming up man um since the emmy been in this thing man it ain't stopped it's a whole different category you know you know i need that man listen man we need to put that in the sample man put that in the show why not yeah so we're gonna um, get up out of here man we let deontay do his thing record his show because i know that he doesn't like us being here at at me did he yeah see the abuse the abuse already man I want my money. Blink twice if you need help. It's my money and I need it now. Well, look, man, it's been a good thing, man. Thank you for supporting us and checking us out, man. Factor TV. We out. Yes, sir. When the blue nose, that's a mobby pass. More shots than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson Jazz. When the blue nose, that's a mobby pass. More karate class. I can hear the blue the shoddy blast the whole block blowing horse that's that jackson Jazz.
2: converge media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences our coverage is raw transparent and objective praised by community leaders government officials and residents support converge media today via venmo Cash App or PayPal at Converge Media.